Hi, and welcome to Armenian Women Empowerment. It is voting day here in Southern California. Primary day as well, March 3rd. Happy March, everybody. It's been a long time since I've podcasted, and I really wanted to talk to you today about financial abuse. I know, I feel like I always cover this topic and I'm almost wondering if Armenian Women Empowerment should be about empowering you in your finances. I toy with this idea a lot. That might be another podcast entirely because I don't want it to just be limited to that um, because empowering you is important in all areas of your life, including your finances. Um, But, you know, something happened in the last couple of weeks that I wanted to share with you. First of all, Susie Orman is somebody I follow a lot, and lately she has been talking about financial abuse because many of her listeners uh, call in with questions about having been financially abused. I want to remind you what it is, what's financial abuse, and how is it related to the Armenian systems that we're used to as Armenian women? Well, Financial abuse can start in your home while you're growing up. It could, you know, start when you start your life in college and, you know, around the people that you are rooming with or, you know, friends with. It could start later in life when you, uh, hopefully later in life when you're married and you could be financially abused by a spouse or a partner or, Um, even a roommate that, you know, seems to have your back, you could be financially abused by just about anybody you spend a lot of time with. And um, so my story, of course, is I was financially abused by my ex and equally his family, but mostly by my ex-husband, who had me pretty well convinced that uh, my money, I was, I was bad at money. And, uh, you know, an example of this is, you know, he would take something that I would say and jest about myself. And, um, if you're listening, this is also something that you should, you know, watch out for. But he would say something like, oh yeah, and you're bad with money. You're, you know, you don't know math isn't your best subject, but that was because a while ago I had, you know, kind of poked fun at myself, which is a healthy thing to do, by the way, poking fun at ourselves and making, you know, making light of something that you think is one of your not not best qualities. It's also a way to converse and open up conversation and and dialogue about things you want to improve in yourself. But what I had done was I mistakenly shared with someone who is narcissistic and manipulative and quite damaged himself with a lot of abandonment issues. I had shared this with, I had shared this with the partner that I thought was a good man at the time. I shared this with someone I trusted. I lightly jested that math wasn't my best subject and even shared with him that I had to seek uh, tutoring at one point in my life uh, so that I could pass an important exam to become, uh, you know, you know, uh, professional in my field. And it was like, I, I, I actually enjoyed that time too in my life. It was, I wasn't just toying myself, toying with myself and make 
making fun of something and sharing it, I was also reminiscing and feeling quite accomplished that I got my own tutor and took care of my, you know, math inabilities so that I could pass this exam. But no, this particular thing that I brought up was used each and every time we had an argument or a situation with money, which were many, because my ex was unemployable and largely refused to have any kind of normal documented paycheck work, um, you know, claiming that uh, he's a creative and that, you know, he's always just going to be working under the table, which he didn't do much of as well. But that's besides the point. He would use this every time we ran into financial problems and, you know, like, what are we going to do with our finances? How are we going to live? Things are getting expensive. What's, what are we going to do? What action are we going to take? It always turned into, well, you're horrible with money and you don't even know. You, you admittedly don't know anything about math. So who are you to start uh, talking about it? You don't know anything about it. And then that was it. It would just be end of discussion. Uh, he'd storm off and leave. And I you know, wouldn't see him for days anyway because he was claiming he worked. And that was a further it, that was further abuse of me. But, you know, the financial part rings clear, rings clear that every time I'm going to get into discussion with this guy, we are going to point the finger at me, that I'm the problem, that my finances are bad because of me, has nothing to do with him, and it's always going to be bad because, well, I mistakenly shared that with him, with somebody I trusted, with a partner I trusted. We should share our finances with the partners we trust. So so for me, that was the beginning of the financial abuse. That was the slow and methodical and manipulative control that he would have on my ability to proceed uh, successfully and fruitfully in my financial endeavors. Meanwhile, you know, hiding all of our finances from me and not giving me full disclosure of his financial accounts was the end result of those first, those early beginnings of financial abuse toward me. So when I hear Susie Orman, when I hear people calling in, you know, to programs and financial experts like Susie Orman, I hear this, it's real. It really means that people, it's not just me that's financially abused, people all over America. And what, but, but so, you know, what does that mean for Armenian women? Well, we're living in America and we are living with largely Armenian families. We all want to stay together and we all want to, you know, procreate and, you know, be around our financial, I mean, I'm sorry, (laughs) our, um, our families, you know, for as long as we can and preserve Armenian culture. And that's all good, but we're not going to be preserving our culture for very long if we're financially unstable. And if most of us are female, which currently in Hayastan, I've mentioned this to you before, currently in Armenia, Armenian women are over 50% of the nation. I think the last count was 57% of Armenia um, the Armenian population are women. So if we have financial abusers in our lives, 
you know, financial abusers, meaning fathers that, you know, tell their daughters they can't amount to, you know, that they should just trust the men in their lives with the money and not take control of their own finances and not have those financial conversations that are so important, you know, those budgeting and money conversations that are so important. If we're not doing that, we're doing a great disservice to empower Armenian women and preserve the Armenian race and uh, not only preserve it, but, you know, allow it to thrive. Um, So it's so important to recognize this. And if you are in a financially abusive relationship, please understand that that is abuse. It's a form of abuse. If you're married to someone right now that says, don't worry, I'll handle it. I'll take care of it. We're married. Everything should be you know, in one pot anyway, it's better that way, we'll make more money, you don't know much about investing, I'll take care of it, I'll handle it, that's actually financial abuse. In fact, the other day, my friend and I were talking about this, and she recently discovered that, you know, I mean, she loves her husband, and they get along great, they've been married for years, but she she, she shared with me, she said, I remember one day, I asked my trusted husband, my then, you know, my my current husband, my then husband, my partner in life, I asked him how I should invest my retirement. Am I doing the right things? Am I investing in the right places? Should I invest somewhere else? What should we do about this? And, and his answer was, well, Google it, look it up online. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we're okay. I I've got control over the finances largely, and I'm making a lot more money than you are, so I'm investing. Why don't you, you you research it? And really, that was kind of dismissive, because really what he wasn't sharing was where his retirement is being invested and why his is more important than hers. Like, what does that mean that, you know, well, you know I've got most of it, I've, I've got it taken care of, but if you want to research your own, you research it yourself. Why wouldn't he share how he's investing? Maybe he's not really investing. Maybe, you know, he's hoping she didn't ask that question. And she had a very good question. (laughs) She's noticing people around her have invested very well in their lives. And um, in her particular field, in her particular corporate field, she's uh, under, under retired does that make sense? Under, did I just make up a new word? That she's underfunded in her close to retirement age. In her accounts, she's got X amount, and her and most of her peers have uh, X amount times three, and that's a concern for her. And I and I don't blame her. And um, you know, she said after that dismissive comment, I continued working. Life gets busy. You've got kids. You've got all kinds of things. Your trusted partner told you not to worry about and just to Google it. (laughs) Well, you know, that's just dismissive. It's a minor form of financial abuse. Now, if that happens over and over again, it's it's severe abuse. It's saying, don't look into this at all. You know, if, if someone's telling you that they that they've got it all under control and it's too Um, It's too complicated to discuss and pull out all that paperwork. I don't I don't have all the passwords. I don't really know. Why should I share them? What do we need to share them for? We're contributing to the same pot. When I hear stuff like that from friends, I know because I know because I experienced it myself. 
it's the you know beginnings of financial abuse. It's really it's a control issue. And the men in our lives don't need to have that control. We need to have the control. We both equally need to have control of our finances, the men in our lives and us. So <clears throat> so check yourselves there. Make sure that you're not being financially abused. I'd hate for that to ha- to to happen. And currently, you know, today is voting day and primary day. And currently we have a president that doesn't disclose his taxes. Wouldn't that be abuse of power? Doesn't that fall under financial abuse of a nation? How do we know what is fine? Why doesn't, why don't we have full disclosure of his taxes? How do we know he's not cheating us as a government, as a, we, the people, as a nation, some things to think about in your life. And he happens to be a man. And I'm a woman on this podcast talking about empowering Armenian women. I feel like empowering Armenian women, uh, the empowering the Armenian woman starts in the home. It starts with, it's not limited to men. I told you this isn't limited to men disempowering Armenian women. <laughs> this is not limited to men doing that. The Armenian women in our lives do a fair share of that too. But for my purposes today, I want you to know that this happens a lot. And it's mostly men that financially, it starts in the home with our parents, with our dads. It starts in the home and it moves on outward. It's like a web. It's like a spider web and it just keeps growing and growing unless you take control of your financial power. Unless you take control of your um, of your money making skills and your your ability to take care of your own finances, you know, you need to do that. You need to take control of that, and you need to start today. You needed to start yesterday. Um, start with something small, like a budget for yourself and figure out where your stuff is going and where, how, how much is coming in. And, um, and, you know, seriously, look, you know, I don't want you to put all of your eggs in one basket. I really don't. And how many Armenian women now are doing that? They're putting all of their paychecks into the husband's account. Why, why are you doing that? Why don't you put part of your paycheck into a joint account and part of your paycheck into a savings account that's completely separate because you never know when you're going to need that money because life happens. Life is exciting. Life is fresh. Life is new. But you never know what's going to happen. Life also happens and it sucks a lot of times. So you need to take control of your finances and do that today, please. And don't let anybody tell you that you can't take control of your finances and that you're not good with money. And don't let anybody say those things to you. When they do say that, you want to call it out. You know, let them know, say, you know, actually, maybe I wasn't good with my finances for what, maybe I'm not very good in numbers, but I'm getting there. I'm learning. I'm going to make this happen. I'm actually starting today. That's what I want you to do. That's what I want you to say when somebody tells you that you can't do something. I want you to tell them that you can and you will and you'll try and, you know, and it's going to and it's going to and it's going to start right away. 
that's what I want for you. I want you to have control over your finances. I find, excuse me, finances. <laughs> um, you know, I had a lot more to discuss about this and I might talk about it in another podcast. What I'm really looking for right now is to interview some Armenian women who can, you know, tell me how they're empowering Armenian women in their finances. I would like to talk to an Armenian woman. I would like to interview you and tell me how you are empowering women in the arena of financial success and financial thriving. And, you know, I'd love to hear your take on how Armenian women can thrive and grow their money and how they can, you know, feel secure with the paychecks that they bring home and the money they spend and the money they save. There must be someone out there. Please email me at JackieAw2019 at gmail.com. That's J-A-C-K-I-E-A-W-E. 2019 at gmail.com or you can private message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'm all over the place. Armenian Women Empowerment. Thanks so much. Have an empowered day. All of us deserve to have an empowered day. to Armenian Women Empowerment with your host, Jackie Marashlian. This is a combination podcast of solo production and interviews of Armenian women entrepreneurs who serve to uplift and empower our thriving community of high women each day. You will hear Jackie's personal story of how she survived an emotionally and financially abusive marriage and how to identify and prevent the abusive banter toward you and your own. Together, we will learn to take actionable steps towards empowerment and take control of our lives and what's being said about us. Let's switch this conversation up and embrace our strengths and become empowered.